Welcome to the MIT CISR Research Briefing Series. The Center for Information Systems Research is based at the Sloan School of Management at MIT. We study digital transformation. Hi, I'm Stephanie Werner, Principal Research Scientist and Director of MIT CISR. Today, I'm pleased to share with you a research briefing from the archives. The July 2020 research briefing that I co-authored with Peter Weil and Michael Hart. Replatforming the enterprise. Leaders are preparing their enterprises to be future-ready by following different transformation pathways. Whichever pathways are followed, there is typically a technology hurdle. The systems, data, and processes in the enterprise aren't fit for becoming future-ready. Therefore, the enterprise has to replatform to get from the current silos and spaghetti set of systems to a set of future-ready platforms. We found four distinct approaches to enterprise replatforming, and the most popular choice, building an API layer, is better on most performance measures, but also the most expensive. Four approaches to replatforming. We explored approaches to replatforming and their prevalence through a survey. Through recent conversations with executives, we first identified four approaches to replatforming the enterprise API layer, partial replacement, migration, and core replacement. Then we asked 1,311 respondents at enterprises globally to identify which was their dominant approach. In what follows, we describe each approach with the percentage of enterprises prioritizing it and an example from financial services. API layer, 35%. The enterprise freezes or preserves the back-end legacy systems and develops front-end interfaces via APIs for both internal and external use. The APIs effectively enable customers and partners of the enterprise to connect to its business capabilities. DBS, named the world's best bank in 2019 by Euromoney, has reorganized its enterprise into first 14 and now 33 platforms that are connected by an API layer for internal and external use. In 2017, DBS began building open API platforms as a way for developers across DBS and its partners to access each other's applications seamlessly. In November 2017, DBS rolled out the then world's largest API platform hosted by a bank, offering over 150 APIs across more than 20 service categories, such as fund transfers and real-time payments. Most of these APIs facilitated business services, such as credit card management, calculation of loan eligibility, redemption of loyalty points, and calculation of foreign exchange rates. More than 50 enterprises, including household names such as AIG, McDonald's, and Food Panda, a food delivery service, use DBS's API platform. The platform positions DBS well for open banking participation and further ecosystem development. Partial replacement, 26%. The enterprise identifies gaps in digitally enabled customer experience and operational efficiency and replaces only the systems necessary to accelerate transformation or repair outdated processes. Over recent years, banks have faced increasing regulatory requirements, and many found their systems unable to cope. 
Many banks have adopted a partial replacement strategy, adding and integrating regulatory systems for both oversight and reporting. For example, McKinsey & Company reports, adopting next-generation governance, risk, and control solutions is one option. Banks are already applying advanced analytics in areas such as transaction monitoring, trade and communication surveillance, and monitoring and testing. Migration, 24%. The enterprise develops a future-ready design for the entire enterprise and creates parallel technology modules, migrating toward the new architecture over time. Ping and Bank, PAB, subsidiary of Ping and Insurance Group in China, provides retail and corporate financial services. PAB's retail banking strategy has four principles. One, customer first. Develop accurate insights into customer needs and then respond. Two, one-stop integrated finance. Provide customers with one-stop integrated products and services. Three, online merging offline, OMO. Create a seamless experience for customers. And four, openness and interconnection. Use technology to connect customers' financial and life scenarios inside and outside the bank. To achieve these goals, Ping An has created a vision of an AI bank and is re-platforming to get there. The enterprise created two teams, one for the middle and back end and another for the front end platforms. The middle and back end team focuses on risk, transactions, and data. The front end team focuses on delighting customers, including developing the Pocket Bank app, covering all retail customer needs. Over the last three years, the results have been spectacular, with almost all typical indicators having at least doubled, including revenue, net profit, funds on deposit, loans, credit cards, and number of customers while revenue per employee increased by 90%. Core replacement, 15%. The enterprise replaces back-end legacy transaction systems with a modern, flexible core platform, increasing reliability and efficiency while reducing complexity. In 2013, Commonwealth Bank of Australia, CBA, completed its core replacement upgrade, enabling a significant business model shift from focusing on transaction processing to developing customer value. In 2012, CBA's then-CEO Ian Nerev explained that the strategy, an approach which differentiates CBA from our competitors, was to re-engineer the entire core banking platform, and we have spent five years and over $1 billion Australian investing behind that vision. Today, CBA is the number one bank in Australia on most metrics, including total assets and deposits. But CBA has not finished replatforming. As current CEO Matt Komen explained in a recent interview, we want to build differentiated experiences relative to our competitors that are hard to replicate at a lower risk or lower cost. At the same time, he added, We've got about 3,500 applications. We want to take that footprint down by 25%. Data issues are at the heart of replatforming, and Komen noted, On data, if you look at any of the issues that we've had in regulatory and compliance, data quality and reconciliation in lineages 
have often been at the center of a number of those. The best replatforming strategy for your goals. To understand which replatforming strategies work best, we analyze the total digital investment and associated performance, financial performance, both net margin and growth compared to industry, plus predictors of future financial performance, revenues from cross-selling, innovation, digital delivery, and monetizing data. The results that follow should help inform boards, executive committees, and technology leadership in their choice of replatforming strategy. API layer is the best approach, but the most expensive. Enterprises following the API layer approach had the best growth and margin relative to the competitors, and also the best revenues from cross-selling, innovation, digital delivery, and monetizing data. But implementing API layers was the most expensive of the options, costing enterprises 19% more than their industry average on digital spend. The API layer approach requires a good enough set of back-end legacy systems that are reliable and relatively cost-effective and that meet compliance requirements. Partial replacement is the worst approach, but the cheapest. Despite seeming like a great approach, partial replacement had the worst financial performance on both growth and margin and the lowest revenues from cross-selling, innovation, digital delivery, and monetizing data. However, partial replacement costs only 79% of industry average digital spend. We suspect many enterprises follow partial replacement to stay afloat before determining what they should do next. It's a decent, low-cost, holding pattern strategy. Migration and core replacement are worthwhile options. Viable options for certain circumstances, both migration and core replacement approaches perform pretty well on revenues from cross-selling, innovation, digital delivery, and monetizing data. And they are significantly cheaper than the API layer approach. If your core systems regularly break, causing outages, customer pain, and trouble with regulators, you may have to do core replacement. Core replacement feels like heart and lung replacement surgery and has had highly variable outcomes with many enterprises taking five to seven years and significant budget overruns to complete the process. In recent years, using modern technologies such as cloud-based core platforms is providing much better results, including faster implementation. Migration is an excellent strategy for enterprises like Ping An that have a clear vision of their future business model and have the discipline to move toward their future-ready architecture one capability at a time. A sequence of three replatforming approaches at KPN. For many enterprises, replatforming is a multi-step process. KPN, a leading provider of telecom services in the Netherlands, was in 2013 under significant financial strain. The enterprise needed to radically improve both its operational efficiency and its customer experience. From 2014 to 2018, KPN followed a three-step replatforming approach that included partial replacement, API layer, and core replacement. Partial replacement. Early in 2014, KPN froze its back-end systems, decoupled the front-end, in the process realizing 140 million euros in cost savings 
by cutting 1,500 jobs it had outsourced to India and executed partial replacement of its old front end with new internal front end platforms. KPN used part of the back end cost savings to hire 150 new people for this front end development. In mid 2014, KPN centralized all business process redesign, IT architecture, and IT development capabilities out of the business units. The enterprise created agile teams to shift the focus from products to the customer, started to scale down its legacy systems, and increased the use of open source and cloud-based solutions. API Layer At the end of 2014, KPN developed a digital engine API layer that exposed the frozen backend to one common front end across all lines of business. KPN then focused on creating a great customer experience using this digital engine. In 2015, the enterprise continued to simplify its product line, eliminating 80% of the products and initiating a two-year product freeze and harmonized processes to collapse business silos. Core Replacement in 2016, KPN used the product freeze that was underway to industrialize the backend via systems consolidation and a core replacement. KPN then leveraged the improved backend to advance existing APIs for another wave of customer experience improvements. By first quarter 2018, KPN's digital transformation had saved over 570 million euros and had improved the net promoter score of the enterprise by 20 points. The importance of leadership in replatforming for success. Replatforming is now a strategic issue for most enterprises as they transform. Replatforming is key to future success, so important that boards, executive teams, and technologists need a common language to discuss their plans and work together. How will you replatform to make your vision for the future a reality? And who's going to lead the replatforming effort? We propose that an important next step is discussing the four approaches to replatforming with the executive committee, identifying the costs and risks and desired business outcomes for your enterprise. Thanks for listening to this reading of MIT Scissor Research. And thanks to the sponsors and patrons who support our work. Get free access to more research on our website at cisr.mit.edu.